welcome to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney. This is episode number 39 of the Head to Head Podcast. And in this edition of the podcast, I am talking about the new mega deal signed by Angels outfielder Mike Trout. That's right, Mike Trout of the Los Angeles Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim signs a 12-year, $430 million contract, folks. That is the biggest contract in the history of baseball. This is a guy who's already won an MVP, and he's finished second in MVP five times. He's hit over 200 home runs in his career already. He surpassed Bryce Harper as the best player in baseball, and it's by a lot now. You can make the case that Mookie Betts is in the same class of player, but Mike Trout has been doing it for a much longer period of time. There's been a lot of thoughts about this contract that I want to get into. The one that, that Mike Trout doesn't want to play postseason baseball, or that Mike Trout is afraid of the media, I don't look at it that way. I think there are some athletes that want to be in the limelight. I think... Alex Rodriguez was somebody who wanted all eyes on him. I think some people are like that. But the the recent guys who've had success this way, Madison Bumgarner is just about baseball. And I think that's what Mike Trout is about too. I think Mike Trout is in that Madison Bumgarner style of baseball player. He just wants to play baseball. That is his passion. That is his life goal. There is no talking about the media. He's not Bryce Harper. He's not going to say he wants to become a Philly. He's not going to do all of this. I think this is an escape, this contract, but not for the reasons that most people think it is. I think this is just a guy who wants to hit the ball, play hard, try to win, and not talk about all that other nonsense. And who can blame him? He's a baseball player. There's 162 games of this. You can't take it lightly like the other sports sometimes tend to do. I feel like it's not the type of sport... It's the type of sport that's going to have more players that are just more invested in the game. I feel like baseball players are some of the most invested athletes in the in sports today because I feel like the basketball players want the shine. They want the other stuff. Mike Trout is all about baseball all the time. He has the biggest contract in the history of sports. He's on a team. He doesn't have to talk about all that stuff. He believes clearly there's some chance of winning because he also realizes he's a big part of it. He wants the shoulder. He wants that pressure on him. I respect Mike Trout as a baseball player for being loyal. We can't have it both ways, people. We can't criticize other athletes for being disloyal and then punish people for being loyal to franchises. If the team that drafted you and you've had an okay time on is willing to give you $430 million, then I'm not going to criticize you by not testing the market and to call the highest paid athlete of all time irrelevant is so stupid just out of the fact that he's gotten this biggest contract ever we're starting to talk about him more and more i get he is not the most likable person ever or something like he's not unlikable he's just dull mike trout seems to be a very dull type of athlete he's gonna hit his own runs he's gonna steal his bases he's gonna go home and he's not gonna talk about it he's not braggadocious is what you're all thinking about he's not going to brag about his game or his skill set he's not going to brag that he's the best player in baseball
baseball. He's not going to brag. He's never called himself the next Mickey Mantle, but everyone else has. And you know why everyone else has? We're not calling the next Mickey Mantle Mr. Irrelevant. The fact that we're calling him that proves that he's not that. He's not irrelevant. He's not in the biggest baseball market, sure, but he's become a star. A lot of non-baseball fans know who Mike Trout is. Not non-sports fans, but there are a lot of non-sports fans who don't know who Kyrie Irving is. Like, Kyrie Irving's not universal to non-basketball people or non-sports people. Like, I just don't understand that. Within his sport, he's famous. The same way within basketball, Kyrie's famous. There's no non-basketball people who are huge Kyrie Irving fans. It's not a thing. There's not that many. There's only a few athletes outside of all sports that everyone knows, like LeBron and Kobe and all that. There's very few nowadays that if you don't follow that sport a little, you're going to know who that is. So I never really understood that that argument, that he's irrelevant. That's stupid. But I also don't... Why are we trying to make this guy something that he's so clearly not? He doesn't want to be the face of New York. He doesn't want to be on the Dodgers. He doesn't want to be on the Red Sox. He wants to just play baseball in Los Angeles, Angels of Anaheim. Put in the work. Do his job. It's fine. He's a really great baseball player. He's really good. He has all five tools. He can hit for power. He can steal bases. He plays stellar defense. He's it. Is it kind of sad that he's probably wasted some of his best years on a bad team? Yes, it is. But it's not my choice to make. It's Mike Trout's choice. And in a world where so many athletes today are so disloyal to teams, it's kind of refreshing to see a guy. Even though he's not giving up that much. He's getting $430 million. We didn't criticize Stanton when he signed with the Marlins. He got traded to the big market. There's there's a... Mike Trout's never getting traded, by the way. But there is a chance. <laughs> it could happen at some point. It doesn't mean he's an angel for the next 12 years. It means right here, right now, the angels want him, and he wants to be an angel. What is wrong with that? He's one of the best players I've ever seen play the game. His story is impressive. I remember the first year watching MLB Network draft, and he was the only player who showed up to the draft. Because unlike football, baseball does not have a tradition of televising its draft. And Mike Trout went to the draft, got lower and lower in the draft, and then finally got drafted by the Angels. That's an amazing story that he was irrelevant and now he's not. So that's why I find it so ironic that all these people are calling him irrelevant when he was so low in the draft. He wasn't supposed to be this good, people. I feel like sometimes we take away the greatness of people because they're not like the other people we think of as great. Mike Trout is his own form of great. He's a low-round draft pick who turned out to be the best player in the game. Let me say that again. Mike Trout is the best player in baseball, and I don't blame him one second for wanting to be an angel. It's the team he's had all of this success with. He's been in the playoffs once, so what? He thinks he can fix it. It doesn't matter. I, I just, just because your team is bad doesn't necessarily mean you want to leave that team. It doesn't. He's comfortable doing it that way. It's fine. I wouldn't want to see Mike Trout in Boston be bombarded by interview questions that he most certainly would not want to answer.
I've seen it too many times before where the small town superstars go to the big markets and it blows up in their face. And listen, Mike Trout is playing in Los Angeles, so he's not playing in the smallest market. So it's not the same as Adrian Gonzalez with the Padres or Carl Crawford with the Rays, but it could still get bad for him because he's not used to being asked these difficult, harsh questions when things go wrong. When the Angels don't make the playoffs, LA doesn't care because they have the Dodgers. He's in the Clippers of baseball. He's on the Angels. They've won one World Series in the year they won it. They, you know, Barry Bonds should have probably won it. That, that Giants team was a better team, but that's irrelevant. I think what is relevant is Mike Trout is the best player in baseball. He's made a decision. He's not going to turn down $430 million. Nobody should think he should turn down $430 million. And stop with this relevancy thing. He's good at a sport. It's made him relevant. People don't get to decide who and who is not relevant. It's really become a stupid argument in all of sports. I don't know who's relevant. Steph Curry is relevant because he made the Golden State Warriors a great basketball team. There were a few years there where the Warriors weren't good. Was Steph Curry irrelevant? Maybe, but he turned his team relevant. You don't switch teams so that you can become relevant. That is by far some of the dumbest things I've ever heard, that Mike Trout should change teams because he's irrelevant, and he should be chasing relevancy. No, he should turn the Angels relevant. That's what great players do for teams. Albert Pujols made the St. Louis Cardinals relevant for that time period. It wasn't the other way around. Alex Rodriguez made those baseball teams relevant, those bad ones. Was he irrelevant when he was on Texas? No, we all still talked about him. Was he irrelevant on Seattle? No, we still talked about him. Even if you're doing great on bad teams, we're still going to talk about you. Baseball, the sport that just gave Giancarlo Stanton an MVP two years ago, was on a terrible Marlins team. Don't talk to me about being relevant. It's not something that athletes are chasing. At least I don't think they are in that way. I think clearly there are some athletes chasing to become relevant. I don't think Mike Trout is one of those people. And by the way, if you're chasing relevancy, I probably don't respect you as an athlete because so many of our greatest athletes didn't change teams because they were irrelevant. They made their teams relevant. Larry Bird made the Celtics relevant. David Ortiz made the Red Sox relevant in that run. Manny made the Red Sox relevant. They didn't have to leave to go chase it. They became it. What do you? What, what does that even mean? He's supposed to join a good baseball team. I, I just, I just never understood this. It's probably part of the problem with free agency is that we expect so much movement now, and it's kind of become annoying. Also, the one good thing that's happened this baseball offseason is two of the baseball's biggest stars decided to stay with their teams that homegrown them in the smaller markets. Nolan Arenado signing a huge contract to remain a Rocky. Mike Trout remaining 
an L.A. Angel. What's sad is Bryce Harper leaving the Nationals in the dust. They might still be a good team. They have some nice pieces, but still, they were left in the dust by their stars. The best thing about baseball should be the stars staying in the smaller markets. Baseball does not want to be basketball because baseball fans don't like that. Baseball has that problem already with the big markets and everyone else is irrelevant. So to me, it's a saving grace when Mike Trout remains an angel. It's a saving grace when Nolan Arenado remains a Colorado Rocky because you need as many good baseball teams as you can. I'm rooting for the Pirates to be good. I'm rooting for these teams to keep their star players it was so good. There was a good era of Rays baseball because Evan Longoria stayed with the Rays. Mike Trout is staying with the Angels. That's another baseball team you can add to the mix that I might watch their baseball games. If you're not going to be a great baseball team, you at least have to have some sort of attraction. And that's what baseball is starting to have. Nolan Arenado is on a fine Colorado Rockies baseball team. He remi- he decided to stay there. It's good. Baseball does not want five great teams and 25 bad ones because that's bad for business. There's a lot of good baseball teams right now. There is. The American League might be bad, but the National League is a fun watch, people. And again, Mike Trout makes the Angels a fun watch in that bad American League. I'll admit, the American League looks sad, but we're going to see how it plays out. I just, I want, I don't want free agency to become what it has in basketball, in baseball. I don't want that. I want Mike Trout to stay an Angel. I want the Yankees to keep their stars. I want the Red Sox to keep their stars. I want it to remain the same. I don't want the same amount of player movement as I do in the other sports because it doesn't help that sport. Baseball needs teams to stay relevant. Baseball needs that. The last thing I want to touch on is how baseball has become age-obsessed, and it's mad annoying. So Mike Trout, 27 years old, signs his 12-year deal, and all across America, oh my good golly gosh, did you know he's going to be 39 at the end of this contract? I think baseball needs to get to a point where we don't know the number of years somebody has signed, because it is getting really really annoying talking about how they're going to age poorly. Yeah, it's happened a lot. I get it. I don't need to talk about it every single time. You buzzkill. Mike Trout is one of the best athletes in the world. He signed a contract with his team. Can we enjoy that a little bit? Can he enjoy that? You think he wants to hear about how he's going to be 34 soon and he's going to be bad at baseball? Sure, we all know the first five, six, or seven years is going to be bad, and we all know the back end is going to be at. Okay, Captain Obvious. We don't need to talk about that every single time with every single baseball player because it's getting on my last nerves. Mike Trout is a one-of-a-kind athlete. Let's enjoy him while he can still walk and while he can still do those things. Let's not imagine a world where the Angels are dreading this contract. Let's not talk about the business side of sports because the business side of sports is the most boring side of sports. What I'm interested in seeing Mike Trout in his prime, relax, settle down in a city. Who knows? Maybe he'll relax and he'll do well in it. 
stop with this thinking about 12 years from I don't want to think about 12 years from now. I don't blink and it's 12 years later. That's boring thing to do, people. We're doing it again and again. We did it with Bryce Harper. Oh, he'll be 38 at the end of that. Shut up with your facts and your knowledge of when the contracts end. I don't care what age they'll be. <gasps> Baseball players don't play well into their 30s, even though for the last 12 years they have because they were on roids. Stop. Baseball, the best baseball players used to be old. Stop with this. Everyone has to be 22 or we get rid of them. Nonsense. It's the same thing that's ruining free agency. It's the same thing. Nelson Cruz is 37 years old and every single baseball team would want Nelson Cruz on their teams. FYI, you can be old and hit a baseball. You can be in your 30s and be one of the best baseball. How long was Carlos Beltran good? There are recent baseball players who have done well good just because there's a few of them with terrible contracts like Pujols. Stop the nonsense. Pujols shouldn't have gotten that contract because it was the Angels who gave him that contract. In my world, he remains a Cardinal and he's still good. It's not about the age. It's about the person and the team who's getting the person. Mike Trout is not going to fail the Angels to me. Miguel Cabrera, second contract with the Tigers is bad. His first one wasn't. But the problem is each individual case. It's an individual case. And I don't want to hear every time one of baseball player stars gets a new contract, I don't want to hear the first thing is, how old is he going to be at the end of it? I'm here to enjoy baseball because it is one of the sports I enjoy most. And it's become so annoying how insane we've gotten over the ages of our baseball players David Ortiz's one of his best years was his last year in baseball. He was almost 40 years old and we all wanted him back. He was great at baseball then. He'd probably still be good at it right now. Stop being ageist baseball because it's getting on my last nerve. Mike Trout, one more time, is the best player in baseball. I'm going to enjoy the next five or six years of his prime, and then we'll see how the end is. Then I'll rate the contract. I'm not going to say it's a bad contract the first week he signs it, because to me, that's Captain Obvious, and that's stupid. Wait-and-see approach with these contracts. It's how to enjoy the game. Enjoy Mike Trout in his prime. Enjoy Bryce Harper. Enjoy Nolan Arenado. And enjoy baseball players. Stop. Look look at their back of their baseball cards and not their birth certificates, people. Because it's getting annoying talking about their age over and over again. It's driving me nuts how little we care about their actual stats and how much we care about how old they are. No other sport is ignoring veteran players like baseball is. Mike Moustakis puts up some of his best numbers of his career but can't get a deal because he's not 25. Stop the nonsense. Baseball. 
sign older players so we can stop talking about this. And the fact that we're talking about this with guys like Machado too and Trout and Harper, these are the young stars. What do you have to be 22 to even be relevant in this sport? Pure, utter nonsense. Mike Trout is the best player in the game. I don't know if he deserves $430 million contract, but you know why I do think he deserves it? Because the Angels were willing to pay him that. That's how contracts work. That's how sports works. Thanks again for listening to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm Cam McKinney. There will be a new episode of the Head to Head Podcast every Monday on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Also, check out Pop Culture Spotlight, my other podcast on the Chatter Podcast Network. Check that out too. Thanks again for listening. <music>